Kaboom! That's what it, what it, yeah. That's what if, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what would have happened if John F. Kennedy and the United Union's Premier Nikita Khrushchev, it would have happened if they didn't stop it. You know, Kaboom. I don't, you know, I don't like saying Russian names. They're, they're really hard and weird. Nothing against Russia, but Russia's like your cool. names are hard. But your names like are no one's gonna get worked up over Steve. Yeah. No one's like S T E V E R crap. Stuff that's No, but like, it's you know as an American. It's a little hard to say these names. Like, these are, like, a lot of... The combination of letters is just so awkward sense. to say. It doesn't you know? It's, I don't know. Anyways. You guys ready for this? We're talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis, which Kaboom. happened during the Cold War or in it was 1962. It was a major event in the Cold War. So it all, all starts at the end of World War II. Two superpowers emerge. There was the capitalist United States communist USSR at first they were all like kind of getting together because they all had a common enemy in Germany but once that common enemy was gone they all started to turn on each other and as Churchill stated Stalin created an iron curtain of Russia of so communist kind of buffer states to separate his country to the West that kind of almost is saying a message that they will not be so easily invaded ever again yeah uh, East Germany we're sorry for you kind of sucked yeah and these tensions would rise and rise and rise and eventually would lead to the establishment of nato and the truman doctrine which would be kind of considered the official declaration of the cold war yeah cold war was a bad thing you know i find it interesting that when we have a common enemy although we have totally different political uh, like views or just like views in general that we all work together, but that's a little off topic. That is weird. It's you see it a lot more than like anything else. I guess hate is what brings us all together. Yeah. Common or hate. Maybe just other people. <laughs> I would hope I'm not like Stalin. Yeah. Even though I was Stalin once, I'm but that was for a joke. That was, yeah, that was for a music video. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna keep on hyping that up. <laughs> Okay, where are we at? Um, United States versus Soviet Union. Yes. Or USSR. Well, I'm just looking through. I don't really know okay. about John F. Kennedy or... So, John F. Kennedy was the president that was in office during the Cuban Missile yeah. Crisis. Because there was... There's three people that this is really where the story is about. There's Kennedy. Kennedy was a war hero politician. He worked in the Pacific as a commander of a torpedo boat and heroically saved all of his crew. However, his brother, who he went to fight in World War II with, would end up dying. Then there was Castro. Castro started gangs and eventually also got into politics, but he started, you know, more violence. And yeah, he worked in the Basla overthrow to try to overthrow the government of the Dominican Republic, oh, Cuba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was a different. So, oh. yeah, it so was revolt of Dominican Republic to overthrow Rafael Tuxjo, which is yeah. the first. Okay, cool story. 
So basically, he met with another dude in a bar, and they were drinking, and that's when they decided that they were going to, like, try to invade Cuba and, like, control it. Well, first he joined the Orthodoxes and became the candidate for the House of the Representatives. However, when the Ballista overthrew the government, he canceled all the elections. So, yeah, he got kicked out for organizing this kind of attack, and then, yeah, he met up with, um... Che, yeah, Che Guerrera and a bunch of others, and they had their whole guerrilla thing. And eventually, they would win end ties with the United States and start favoring the USSR. This would lead to the Bay of Pigs. Oh, the Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs was a massive low point for the you know, United it's, States. It's, I, it's what I like to call the, the perfect storm. Just like, you know, it just disorganized and just chaotic it it was something that's what i would like to call it it was something um khrushchev um a secretary a secretary under stalin was believed well i mean he uh he was kept alive because he's a funny guy you know stalin thought he was funny stalin thought he was funny and every night him and his wife would write down every joke that he could remember that made Stalin laugh, and he or he not would, or not he would he would study it, and you know that was his survival strategy. It's one of those really interesting because you know to survive in the USSR, you have to find of something. In his way, I think really funnily was comedy, you know, and that's why everyone else was surprised when he tried did the coup to get rid of barrier and then eventually take down all the other because like he did the coup to kill barrier because he was probably could have ended up taking control but then he also ended up taking control from melinkov and ended up becoming the leader of the soviet union which was very surprising since you know he never made a power move because he wanted to stay alive you know all the humans want a good life all right so this conflict started when an American U-2 spy plane took pictures of Soviet SS medium-range ballistic missiles being constructed in Cuba. Cuba. Uh, Kennedy and his executive committee, XCOM, um, soon uh, they they had to wrestle this crisis, this Cuban missile crisis. Um, uh, the biggest problem, the missiles gave, uh, the missiles were super close to the United States, and they could strike, they could strike Florida, and, you know, Florida is a part of the United States. Yeah, they were 90 miles from Florida, and they could hit a lot of major places in the U.S., and they felt weak for the first time in the Cold War. Yeah, this is, like, a very vulnerable state, you know? Okay, yeah, so... The missiles were atomic missiles, so if most of you know, atomic missiles are very not good. <laughs> oh no. Uh, not Kaboom. good. Um, so basically, throughout this entire thing, the USSR lies a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. They're like, oh no, we're not, we're, we're not doing that. We're trying to, we're trying to, them. we're trying to just help them out. So nope. you're the ones that tried to invade them and failed, yeah. you losers. The Actually... Thing Kennedy during that did uh, cut off 
all air support to them because he didn't want any U.S. involvement to be noticed, which did not work. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Um, the weird thing is, um, actually, no, we'll save that for later. I lost my thought oh. on... An important thing to know you. is during this entire thing, Kennedy created this board kind of thing called the Executive Committee of the National Security Council. XCOM. XCOM. Alright. Um, where are we? Uh, Kennedy and XCOM immediately decided um, presence of uh, the presence of nuclear missiles were a unacceptable problem, and they needed to get this, like, out of the way. Um, they needed to get rid of it, and they need to get rid of it now. Yeah, so to put that in perspective, the missiles could reach basically 90% of America. Mm -hmm. What was it? Was it, um, there was, was, like, one state? It was, like, it was, like, it was, like, Canada, it was, like, most of California could be hit, but I think yeah. it was, like, the very top left... Those few people could not be there. The West, a range. I think the West could get away clean, but you know, during that time, what's in the West? Uh, I don't know. Some stuff, but smaller. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people wanted to go to the nuclear option. They were like, we thought we need to go and bomb Cuba there. Oh yeah, we, we need, need to invade. But Kennedy kept his cool. And he uses the Navy to create a blockade and gave the ultimatum for the missiles have to be removed or they're going to invade. He gave a famous television broadcast telling of the problem and that America was not afraid to use military force. Some Americans panicked and ended up hoarding up food and gas, which Americans like to do that. Americans and like to panic a lot. Like, yeah, like if anything happens, especially like COVID, they're like, oh, toilet paper. I mean, it... it to America's defense in this one, I mean, if everyone was gonna die, possibly, because that was the mindset of the Cold yeah. War. It's like this superpower, even though you know there is, you know, the whole thing of mad mutually assured destruction. Neither country really wanted the world to end. However, they didn't want the other side to know that they didn't want the world to end, so they would be scared of their missiles. So it's really just both sides being afraid of something. That probably isn't gonna happen, but yeah. this is the closest where it got. It actually got very close, yeah, like in like, 24 hours. Yeah, this is like nuclear war. I would like to say this is the climax of the Cold War, almost. Yeah, because after is, this, this it does boil, calm down. This is the boiling point of the the Cold yeah. War. It's definitely not the end. There's yeah. definitely a lot that still happens. It took a long time to cool down, but, but it, like it got there. If the graph goes up, it's like whoop, whoop, and then like it gets to here, it's like. And then you kind of like turn into the ooh down. Yeah, it's right skewed. Oh, well, you're <laughs> <laughs> statistics. Oh yeah, on the statistics guys. Uh, uh, speaking, going back to the blockade, they called it a quarantine. They were quarantining Cuba, yeah, and they yeah, were like, because they didn't want to say blockade because, because that that's an act of war. Yeah, that's blockade that. is seen as an act of war. It's and, war you know, terminology. So, but anyway, they're like, we're quarantining Cuba, and we're gonna like tell Soviet ships to like, yep, you're out of here. But some of them still went. But anyways. There was, there was actually a, at one point after blockade, there's these, there's apparently there's this submarine where a submarine. the officers didn't know. Or like, they thought 
wars already start. Mm -hmm. So they were getting ready to attack, and there's three people, and all three of them needed to put their hand or put their key in for them to attack. And two of the officers were like, let's go, let's bomb them. We're, we're going right now. And the other guy was like, wait up, guys. Let's take a second. Like, what are we doing? This yeah. could start a world nuclear war. And then it, was, it didn't um, happen. Crisis averted for now. It was um, Vasil Arkhiposh who didn't give in and potentially saved the world. Saved <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah, it's not an understatement. He saved the world. <laughs> So whenever you think one nice guy can't make a difference, you're wrong. You, you know, idiot. kindness is key. Kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Kindness like that. is key. <laughs> we can all use some kindness, even, even e if it doesn't. Like, I don't even want to try to pronounce that name again. I'm, I'm sorry again, Russia. I can't pronounce your name. Vasil Archipo. Archipo. Be like Archipo. Yeah, like our spoke guys. He decided to not destroy. Oh, maybe not the wrong. whole it's world. It's Vasily. But a big chunk of it. Guys, it's Vasily. V a s i l i. Vasily. Oh, are we just dumb? I think we forgot. I we forgot the guy. Sorry, I know you're watching from heaven and you're a great dude, but we said your name wrong. <laughs> hey, maybe we are just stupid. Okay. 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 Um, now back to the almost ending the world. October twenty seventh, an American wreck. wreck Recon. Recon plane was shot down as the U.S. really does then start ready to clear and to invade oh, yeah. from Florida. It was this like is another kind of big. Kennedy like, oh, you're gonna shoot down literally our plane? said, like, get ready, we're invading in the morning. Basically, yeah. that's what he said. However, communication was kept throughout the crisis, and eventually they came to an agreement. Publicly, the USA promised not to invade Cuba, so they would get rid of the missiles, but privately, the U.S. also got rid of their missiles in Turkey. However, they didn't tell the public about that because America has to be the best. And we can't get rid of our missiles. Yeah, That's that a would, compromise. That would be a compromise and seen as, you know, cowardly almost. Yeah. You know, we didn't want to... We wanted to keep people scared of the communists, but also that we were better than the communists. Yeah, we, it's a lot of... We couldn't show weakness. We were kind of like, not just to Russia, but also to well, the world. To yeah. the world, we Especially have to like, be. There was a America. lot of at this time. There was a lot of communist people. There was like the Vietnam War going on around yeah. this time. There was China, who was like super communist at the time and liked Russia a China. lot. China liked Russia a lot at the time. China is kind of like they're like China's backhanded, weird. like second dealer. That's like. Not a big part of it, but is like the turning point. Like they can kind of decide what happens. <laughs> what? Anyways, um, where are we? We talked about. Uh, so we're at uh, where Kennedy is getting ready to invade. But Kennedy's they don't because they make they the compromise. Oh yeah, they make because the they were already gonna get rid of those missiles in Cuba. I yeah. mean, not they already said in they were, Turkey. They were already getting ready. Like in six they, wanted they, the they wanted. They wanted at the end of the war. They were just gonna get rid of those. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they meet with, who is it again? Kennedy meets with, I can't put oh, my finger on his no, name. No, he said, who is the guy who went directly there? Oh, yeah. It was the ambassador. It was an ambassador yeah. from Russia. Wasn't it a Kennedy? It was to Kennedy's advisor. It wasn't to Kennedy. It was like Kennedy's undermanner. Russia and U.S., basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. All right. It doesn't matter. Name Let's just say the ambassadors. Okay, so they are like, yeah, nuclear war, kind of cringe. Uh, let's not... 
we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. And so basically United States were like, yeah, we we're going to plan on taking the missiles out of Turkey anyway. The Jupiter missiles were they yeah. they're expired. They didn't work anywhere anymore. I mean, it's it's bad. Mutually assured destruction. No one, even if Ken, like Kennedy did say, he had to show the American resolve. He had to say, hey, we're not scared to use our nukes and our military force. But really, they knew how destructive. And they saw it in Hiroshima, and that was just an atomic bomb. By now, by now they had hydrogen bombs, they, It was right? either right now These or were like, like very a lot recently more. or right, like right after. But yeah, they yeah. got a hydrogen bombs. Just like These were a lot three more Three times yeah. more destructive. Those were like the first atomic bombs. These yeah. ones were way bigger. These were a lot more yeah. destructive. And that and did. Devastating. Just talking about the Yamashima, though, the, like America was being so good at this, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna be with Japan." Japan comes in, like fights back, and then they, we just like throw a nuke at him. We're like, "Oh, well, you bombed us. Here's a nuke," and then we just like destroyed him. That was like one of the lows of America. We kind of well, took it a little far. <laughs> here's the thing: we rather kill a bunch of theirs men's now, or we send more of our men to go die over there. The That's thing is, the thing is. I love, I actually, well, I don't love, Hiroshima is so interesting to me because it Mm -hmm. really just shows that you can't put really a just a definitive, it was this good or bad. War is very There's no winner in war. Well, there is a winner in war, obviously. Well, nobody wins entirely. So everyone's losing. Well, no. I would say more that you can't, definitively, you can't say, oh, the Allies were super perfect. They had atrocities. They Hiroshima had... was an atrocity, but it, you know, you could almost argue it as a necessary atrocity to get rid of more atrocities from happening. I it, mean, it's know, like they took something little so that a big, huge thing didn't start. Instead of a whole world war, well, actually, never mind, they did do two. Well, they killed a lot more of their people to save their lives. Is that yeah. good or bad? Well, we could argue about that for a long time. It's just. It's not black and white. It's different shades of gray. Yeah. There's more good in some people, and there's less good in others. There's less evil in, like, the Allies than there definitely was a lot more evil in the Germans. But we see there's well, still, in Japan there's at that still point. There's still corruption everywhere. Yes. But also, you can also see, um, like, after the failed um, – crap, I forgot exactly what it was called. But there was a tons and tons and tons. They did this big failed thing in Germany to take all these bridges. And there was tons of injured soldiers left over the lines. So they sent a diplomat over to Germany. And they said, please, just let us get our like injured men over. Let's have a ceasefire. And the Germans, the Nazi Germans, allowed this ceasefire to happen. They let us get our men back. For, I think it was like an hour. And like... Obviously, I'm not going to be saying, like, oh, yeah, the Nazis weren't that bad. No, because that's stupid. But, like, like I said, it's not good and evil. It's, you know, less evil and more evil. different degrees of evil. And also different degrees of good. Mm Because there isn't really just good and evil people. There is good and bad in every person. And history is a lot more complicated than you're taught in, like, elementary school. Because, you know, you can't tell some little kid that America that war is you just can't do that to a little kid it's it's complicated war is morally ambiguous and it has always been that way and it will always be that way as long as war continues to exist there's there's 
it, war just sucks. It just it, put it that way. War sucks. War itself a, is the atrocity. It's not what happens in war, though it is. What happens in war is bad, but war itself is the problem. We need to get rid of war, not specific things there that happen no in war. There is no war to end all wars. Yeah. World War One. <laughs> <laughs> World War One's like, yeah, this is will never ever. The war happen. to end all wars. Ten wars. years later, the war to end all wars. Part, Part two. two. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. All right, that was a long topic, but yeah. So it's a yeah. Back to almost ending world. So we were getting ready. Yeah, we already went through that. Yeah. So crisis averted. You know, we're, we signed the treaty. Yeah, they what set up it? the direct line to try to defuse other Washingtons, and then things started to get better. People started trying to get along a little bit more. Yeah, it was called the Nuclear Testing Treaty was the first one mm -hmm. that they did, and then they did the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty in 1968, which basically said, we're not going to give other nations nukes. We're going to let them do their own thing. We're not giving them nukes because that's stupid. Yeah, it... I mean, in the idea of it is possibly well-intentioned for your side, but really... It doesn't work. It's another one of those things that we just found out didn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else we got on this, or should we go into our what if questions? And if you two have any, you can ask yours you know, too. You uh, know, do I get to pick the topic for next week? Because I have a good one. All right, you can pick. Okay. This All right, cool. Um, I was thinking. Midway, let's get into some questions. Okay. I like some questions. I mine is kind of like a what little bit after yours? this. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll Actually, yeah, say it after the questions. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, I'm actually here. I've been just chilling. You didn't fall asleep like Devin. Devin, Devin fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, we had Devin actually I don't like even fell know asleep. if we did the questions. Did well, we, we, also we did. We, we had to like throw <laughs> stuff at Devin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. yeah. So uh, the first question is, what if the Soviet ships tried to get past the blockade? You know, some, some of, of them, them did. did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that happened. <laughs> no, they're like, yeah, we're still going to go. I think so in my... I don't know. So it was just there's a lot of like I'm gonna attack you. Oh, I, I don't want to attack you though because that would be bad. It's just a lot of like bluffing. Yeah. Every neither side wants to admit weakness. Yeah. Let would say let's do one better. I feel I meant to kind of do what if like one fire. Oh, what, what if, if oh, what if a, like some sort of violence started? Because yeah, especially like say say the submarine did go off right. We would have retaliated. We would, because mm -hmm. in the speech, I actually forgot to mention this, and his quote was, we basically said that if there's any nuclear attack, we will assume it's from Russia, and we will fully retaliate. We will, uh, what was it? This will require a full Problem retaliation is, from the U.S. That could also be bluffing. It could, How far would the fighting go? Would we be directly nuking Russia? Or would we still be trying to find a way to solve the situation? Because you need to think Matt is very powerful. I think we would have invaded Cuba. I think we, we would definitely have, would have invaded, Cuba. invaded Cuba and just like took all of their missiles. And I think we would have probably tried to pressure Russia into some form of agreement or something to like not make missiles again. I, I do think it's very unlikely not impossible but unlikely that we would have actually that we would have actually like mm -hmm. declared declared war on russia i feel like it would just be this downward spiral it'd be a lot more complex but i think eventually it would lead into <coughs> nuclear war and i think one thing would go through another and we wouldn't be on this earth 
because you know, life would stop. With, like with war nowadays, like there's teams now. Nations yeah. are in teams, and like NATO. oh, yeah. and at if this we time go to NATO and Warsaw. Yeah, if you yeah. go to war now against one nation, you're going against an entire group of nations, which is worse than before. Because before it'd be like. Okay, this people well, are there going was to this that. group. Like treaties is kind of one of the big causes of mm. World War One. They were like, yeah. "Oh, you hurt my friend, Secret I'm treaties. gonna hurt you." It's like a food fight. You yeah. threw something at my friend, so I need to throw something at you. Except it was people's lives. Yeah. Oops. I'm gonna take this many lives from you. Are you ready for another question? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. The uh, second question is: What if the Bay of Pigs invasion didn't fail? Oh, uh, the Bay of Pigs. Uh, they would never have had the crisis. So, Bay of Pigs was a mess. I like I. Yeah, it was bad. I. It's. I like l learning about it. It's just it was I not like learning. It was not battles. one of its. Are fun to learn. It wasn't one of, like U.S.'s high points. You know. It <laughs> yeah. Was, but if it were, if the United States was successful, I think. I don't know. Cuban Missile Crisis probably wouldn't have happened, but I feel like this tension would still happen one way or another. I think there'd be... I don't think they would annex Cuba. I think they would kind of do, you know, Cuba's what you know has, has done. Like, oh, we don't control you, but we did get you all your independence, and we're going to have troops here. Yeah. I do think revolts and revolutions would have happened. Um, probably... It could have started a whole nother Vietnam, but mm. instead, the Cubans are fighting to try to get rid of the American troops that are in there, and Russia's supporting them, not by giving them men, but giving them missiles. Missiles. I do think America, especially since it's so close, America would have won this one. Yeah, no, because then there would have been no, no threat. There would have been Cuba wouldn't be a threat because they own it. Yeah. They own Cuba. Where are they going to bring the missiles? Nowhere. Then it would have been a lot more, a lot more threats and a lot less danger with those threats because the missiles wouldn't have been able to reach as much. But I don't think the people of Cuba would be very. They would probably. They would not, not like this. go down without a fight, and that fight could lead to a whole more complicated issue. Maybe Russia tries to give uh, the Cuban, Cuban like, like revolutionaries mm -hmm. nuclear weapons, like and that leads to an even a crisis when they're in the middle of a war. Mm -hmm. And they have to solve that. And maybe they're able to solve through that. Maybe they're not. This is all just me rambling about things that didn't happen. Cuban cigars would have been less expensive. Mm, Anyways, true. any uh, um, next question? I mean, they're what if. So yeah, what if questions. What if. So go ahead. We have one left. Anyway, um, I have no room to speak. Uh, what if Vasily Archip... Yeah. Archipov, whatever, was a hothead like his fellow officers. Oh, oh so we, we already went into this. Yeah, we kind of already did this. Yeah, we did this question because we kind of brought this into it. One where we would have invaded Cuba and sure. we would have launched nukes. They would have launched nukes at us. We would have been blown out of the face of the earth. And, you know, the United States and Soviet Union... <coughs> I mean, I wouldn't think they would be like obliterated, but they would be absolutely like. It'd be like they wouldn't be the I think it would now. be similar to like Britain and France and Germany after World War Two, and how they still had power, but they had to rebuild all of this. And yeah, they lost so much stuff. Mm -hmm. So really, 
What's what's the next world powers? Oh, next world powers? Okay, I mean China. Okay, so let's say yeah, in this situation, the Cuban Missile Crisis went wrong. Russia and U.S. now have to rebuild a land even bigger than Germany or Britain or France, and now the world is kind of in a power vacuum. However, there would still be tensions among communism and capitalism. What happens? Okay, China is definitely going to be China, a communist. Would be a big communist would probably I mean, be China, China. Yeah, China would be a big thing. The problem like is, China really sucked at modernizing. Well, yeah. It, or it's, maybe Japan. Japan did pretty I don't good. think they'd have... Under Chairman Mao, I don't think China... Yeah, they, they're big and they're powerful, but I don't think they'd really be world threat level ready mm-hmm. like they have troops they have military china didn't really ever become powerful until they got rid of chairman because he was you know yeah. the largest famine in history i like the other great leap forward the other thing is with china they were getting supplies from russia they were kind of listening to russia so if russia's gone they kind of do a little bit more of their own thing. Or they try to declare war on the United States and get yeah. obliterated just with everyone else. And that's what I'm saying. So there's a, China would have done something. They either would have been a big part of it. They might have just been reckless. I. But China would probably be in there somewhere. What about Japan? That, I was about to say Japan. Japan I feel like modernized Japan, super quick. Yeah. We they help. also helped them a lot. Mm-hmm. So does Japan help us against Russia? Especially since they're doing that close I mean, do we have the double front we we might attack well yeah. it's all just who gets is, japan the cold war really did reach almost every country and everyone was kind of forced to choose a side so there would still be fighting everywhere else i don't know if there really would be anywhere that would really well, be like untouched but the majority of the places that did have big wars like vietnam were supplied by russia and america yeah. so so they're going to ask for that help back that's what i'm saying is because Vietnam, like, Vietnam didn't already happen, so if Russia and America get destroyed and they're gone, then I don't think Vietnam would have been as bad because it would have just been two sides against each other, and they kind of just sat there and they made no headway for a while when they did it by themselves, so that probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. It's really, because after the USSR disappeared, there was a time where America was the only world power, which kind of leads me to think if they were both destroyed... It would almost be like a restart. Mm-hmm. Each civilization is just going to focus on itself and rebuilding and rebuilding. And there's just no possible really way of guessing who ends up being the best at it. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at history and say Japan is really good at modernizing. Let's say they get destroyed and they're able to rebuild and maybe able to get like spheres of influence in place of others. Look through times, you know, America always seems to be willing or maybe I'm biased because I'm an American. They always seem ready to, you know, fight for the next thing they had the greatest home front during world war ii maybe they're able to rebuild back again and maybe they're the ones that are able to you know build back up from the ashes or maybe like a really small country that like just gained independence was able to find some sort of technological breakthrough or something or find something and maybe they get powerful and start taking the other like just released colonies through kind of the decolonization Mm -hmm. i don't know I don't know. It's a lot of speculation because we have it, – it never really went towards there, so we don't have a lot to go off. Yeah. Okay, next question. The next question is uh, <clears throat> what if 
Beria, Beria won the power struggle and was the leader of the USSR during the crisis. Okay, Barrier. Barrier murdered and raped a lot of people. Yeah, he was Some that were even, like, of seven years. So, wow. I really hate this guy. No, this it, he would have probably been worse than Stalin, probably worse than almost any other leader they had. He would... He would have been, when Stalin died, he probably was the worst case scenario of if he gets in charge. However, he there one of the reasons why the coup happened is was he was planning on offering some of the land, I forgot where it was, to America. Hmm. And they were like, this is super anti-communist. Because he also did a lot of reforms, letting people get out of prison, because he was like, he was the second most feared man in USSR. So if he wanted to be popular he needed to get himself to look you know charitable which didn't work and he ended up getting coup and you know he he died he was killed they found him guilty and they shot him they they killed him like a lot of their people died before they got to a good one US like a good leader because it kind of went the the leaders right now and then it went a lot of people who died in rapid succession in russia and then a great leader who actually cared about their people. I would say Barrier would rather try to play where he's trying to like get good relations with the U.S. to try to make him look popular to the people. However, I don't know if that would necessarily work because the cult of personality and the cult of like communism was so strong. Like people, leaders in the government would have their wives, you know, put in prison, and like they just have to go with it. They couldn't do anything. You just, I don't know. I would say, um, barriers in this situation. Uh, I'd say it probably end out about the same. It'd be the same, but Russia might not be the same. Like Russia, Russia would today not would be not be the same. I would, I would say, cause he'd have to pretend to be the good guy until he can do his purges again. Then again, purging was Stalin things. You need to think how much of what Barrier did and the atrocities he did was just out of fear of Stalin. That's true. And maybe, maybe he was just doing what he had to do. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that'd be interesting to know. Okay, two more questions. Okay. Um, the first one is: What if Stalin was alive during the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis? They would have not so been. Yeah, it would have went to atomic war because Stalin would not have been. Here's the thing: he's paranoid, but he only believed. It's kind of insane. He trusted Hitler for way too long. The other he should have never trusted who, Hitler. Yeah, who trusted who Hitler? Like anybody who trusted Hitler, I'm like, we can invade. Uh, he's killing his own people. Like, Just so he. And yeah, it's. And like he believed. I don't think he would be level-headed enough to stop the war. Like it, he it is, took. He's super paranoid. It took Kennedy and their leaders so much, like, level-headedness and calmness to avert the crisis. It's true. It is possible that he wrote that. I don't know if he'd even really give missiles to Cuba, because he did wasn't really big for, like, spreading communism, just, like, defending communism where it was. However, he did still create the Iron Curtain. He probably still would have given missiles to Cuba. Yeah, if, let's, let's go off of... Uh, missiles are already being sent to Cuba. Then he's in power again. Uh, and Stalin, he uh, comes back to life. So he would be comfortable with this. 
completely an option. Yeah, this is a tricky one. I, um, I don't think he would have been able to play smart enough. Especially old, grumpy Grandpa Stalin. Grumpy Stalin needs needs a little more. Yeah. He I don't think it, things cool. would have went bad. <laughs> things would have went a lot worse for Stalin this game. The final and my personal favorite question is: What if there were dinosaurs? Okay, All right, so this changes everything. They launch nukes from the dinosaurs. They have portals. So you see this? They have these things on the back of the stegos that could for like missile. Yeah, missile or stuff or on here. But then they have just a platform instead of with like a launch with like a atomic plane. Launch. It's a pterodactyl. Take pictures off and oh like, oh my crap, gosh. there's missiles. There's dragon riders. There's people, this, the surveillance team ride pterodactyls and quelzes. Like, the commanders get quelzes. T-Rexes cool. are just a, like a brute machine. Just like a, a siege say machine. Castro is a velociraptor. I think, oh, I think <laughs> the United States and the USSR would come together with their love of dinosaurs. They would, just everyone would love dinosaurs. They, everyone Why do dinosaurs go extinct? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? I think they were too good for us. I think like Jesus saw, so he saw humans and dinosaurs. And he was like, "I'm sorry, dinosaurs. We're just gonna like, there's the only thing I can do for you is to not have you be here." They're yeah. like, "Screw you guys, humans." <laughs> but you know, they would have gone together, and they're like, "Yeah, I like dinosaurs. Let's make a big zoo, a perfect utopia where everyone gets along and war is ended." We would have made a big zoo in France. With dogs and dinosaurs. With huge T-Rexes and there's a Mastiffs and just huge mastiffs. So that's why, uh, moral of the story, uh, we want dinosaurs. That's dinosaurs. We want dinosaurs. Bring so back the Stego. No politics. We want dinosaurs. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Politics are boring, messy, and, you know, no one agrees on them. Yeah, no, it's politics not messy. Dinosaurs. They're not corrupt, maybe. Yeah. They, 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 they only have one urge eat. Have you, if you ever feed them, they're fine. Had to worry about a t like a T Rex rigging an election? No. No. Exactly. Yeah, he have would you never ever had election. to worry about a Triceratops declaring war on like Japan? No. Have you ever yeah, it's it's just, you know life's simpler with dinosaurs. I think life would be cool. I want to be a dinosaur rider. I, I think that'd be cool. You know, like, just, oh, you get an egg of, like, a stego, and you raise it, and so you can just control the stego. That's cool. That'd be dope. Okay. Now, for next week's topic, the Vietnam War. Specifically, we need to go into guerrilla warfare. Alright. Those All right. two. I'll, I'll, I don't know much about Vietnam. I just know, uh, like, we were... America eventually was, was not like ready for that. <laughs> America was not ready. For I mean, we we could have totally like I, guerrilla warfare was just brutal. But like, well, here's the problem: we didn't know how just to like there go in there. They would take, um, like they'd kill a bunch of people and then they just leave. They didn't gain any territory. They just wanted to yeah. kill enough of them and just get rid of their will to fight. But they just had that will to fight. They had that will to fight and. They had the USSR backing them up they too. They did so, so much bombs. Didn't they like bomb? They did a lot of bombs. More than like there the was like entirety of World tons. War II. I don't know. Yeah, because a lot of the World War Two was like artillery bombs, like not yeah. really. I mean, and also these bombs were just killing things. Yeah. Good thing there's no nukes though. So, but uh, you know, 
Yeah, I think so. Like America, from what my understanding, I could be totally wrong. America was like, yeah, we're just gonna take troops out of Vietnam. Like, it's it, not worth it anymore. It well, they also underestimated them because they're like, we're America. Well, yeah. well, this thing, we were ready for it, other than the fact that we did not know how to fight in that like setting in the, the gorillas in the jungle. We didn't know how to fight in the jungle. No, we helped invent guerrilla warfare. I mean, yeah, look at the American. Yeah, so well, it, yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Okay, so, that was our little overview so, of it. This was over there. It was good. Was it was fun. It was fresh. This I mean, was over there. there. This is over there. Over there. Uh, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have fun.